Hello, welcome to the third episode of Malaysian Business Owners Chat, Sambang Sambang. In today's session, we talked with the Chili lady, Eileen, who has uh, been in business in, in Malaysia, producing chili for the B2B market. And recently, she shared, uh, she started this B2C product called Manfuk. I was totally caught off guard with the story of how Manfuk this product got started where I almost could not kept my cool uh, but overall I think it's a good episode to get to know about the business owners and the mindset of how to overcome difficult situations and be able to adapt fast uh, and that allowed for businesses to, to thrive in, in, in today's context so I hope you enjoy this episode and let's get started. All right, uh, we are live now. Thanks, Eileen. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lenny. No problem. Uh, let's have fun. I just wanna get to know your business, get to know you, and hopefully the listeners will know your chili business better uh, because you have been in the business for a really, really long time. Um, I just um, think that there's a lot of value you can share in terms of your story in terms of uh, inspiring others, especially, um, you know, Malaysian um, to want to start their own business. I think this is something that they can uh, learn from, right? So um, I think this is going to be a, a fun one. So um, hopefully there will be people in the chat and joining us can ask questions. Um, so we're trying to try to engage with them a bit better. Um, so yeah, let's just go. So I'll just ask the first question, right? Um, okay. Tell me about your story, right? That's the one thing, the first thing I think we wanted to really know is that how you get started because um, the last time we talked, you shared that it's going to be an emotional story about how you get started. Uh, <laughs> I would want to really hear your story and uh, yeah, the mic is all yours. Okay, thank you so much, Lenny. Okay, my name is Eileen. I'm from Lifestyle Ventures in Yamperhat. I'm basically a Malaysian food advocate and uh, I'm an entrepreneur in food industry. My background is in Bachelor of Chemistry and after I'm married, I continue my studies in Master of Business Administration, specializing in international business. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, I'm a businesswoman. I manage a company and I'm also the sales lady for the company as well as a father, a mother and a friend to my children. Wow. Yeah. So, um, right. So, this uh, story begins in year 2003. Uh, that is when I married and then uh, we, uh, my husband and I started this business. So we started in a very small room uh, in our apartment. Um, so whenever there's supplier or customer coming to visit us, and they see that hey, your office is in your house. Ah. So they are like uh, no confidence towards us. That's basically the truth. Lah. So until I deliver uh, my eldest son, and then they saw babies, alamak, in a house for babies or more. So, okay, then um, that kind of perception is not 
is not able to be accepted by Malaysians as well. So therefore, at that point of time, uh, we, we don't have any shop or whatsoever. We just um, rent a whole room and also a place to do the chili destocking. Uh, at that point of time, we just supply this fresh chili without stock to our customer so that uh, to give them the convenience. Lah. And then after that, as years goes by, I told to myself, we need to get out of this, uh, how to say, uh, office in, in apartment type of concept that uh, we need to have a proper one. So we worked quite hard and um, in year 2009, we, we uh, moved to Kota Kemuning. Okay. That is a terrace factory. Uh, quite okay for us at that point of time, about 4,000 square feet. So there, uh, we start to do uh, more products. We import products in, for instance, uh, we help our customer to source products, whatever that they want, and then uh, resell it here. So at that juncture of, um, I mean, during that journey from 2003 to 2009, we also see a lot of this uh, fresh chili, which is when the supply is a lot, the demand is low, we have problem already. Um, the good product also become bad because, you know, Fresh chili is a vegetable, perishable product, and the shelf life is so limited. How long is so, the shelf life? Um, basically, it's like 7 to 14 days in wow. the fridge. If, let's say you can keep the temperature um, as per what we want. I mean, as per what the chilies want. So if, let's say, you keep on open, tutup, buka, tutup, buka, then habis lah, gone. Uh, then after that we throw we, we threw a lot of these uh, fresh items and we find that this is a costing for us. So in year 2009 we start to do R&D already. Okay, so we do the R&D based on project basis and then we do customization um, for our customer which is unique. Uh, every customer has their own uh, recipe. And then uh, why we do this kind of chili paste? Because as I say, to, to reduce the cost of the, say, the fresh chili from throwing and then to reduce time and labor intensive work at our customer's end. In fact, when we do it into chili paste, they don't have to, they don't have to waste the time to go and grind and to go and do those dirty jobs we are the one who do it, okay? And then they can improve their productivity. So we we supply in 20 kg and 200 kg drums to B2B segment. That is when uh, all the while we are doing B2B segment. Right. Yeah. So you're talking about huge volume because, uh, well, I'm, I, I do eat chili and uh, I think Asians uh, <laughs> love chili, right? Uh, for... Yeah. Uh, the last time I went to uh, KL, um, I ate the 
street side, what do you call it, the nasi lemak. I think the the oh. sambal chili is the one that's uh, really awesome. So it's just random. Um, you know, you have to stand and eat also. So I thought that was an amazing experience. Okay. Yeah, but two hundred kg is a lot of chili. So, um, I'm assuming that of course um, want to just understand is um, well, without sharing any trade secrets or anything like that, uh, within your boundaries. Uh, and comfort. Um, who might be your your biggest customers? Are they in um locally or or are they overseas or what kind of context are you looking at? Okay, so uh, we have been supplying to those uh big customers that we uh they use our product as the raw material. Uh, and then those are fast food uh chain fast food chain. Mm. I wouldn't want to. Tell the okay. uh, yeah okay disclose my customers. Of so they use it as their raw material and then they make it into their chili sauce. Mm, I see, I see. So, so you help, you help yeah. them save time. Yeah, and then in year twenty seventeen, we invested in a septic machine to produce a septic chili paste in two hundred kg, uh, in our current factory, which is in section thirty six Salang. Right, right, right. So. What made you decide to, you know, um, well, because you mentioned that uh, there were a lot of perishables you have to throw away the chili because if uh, there's a lot of supply that um, there isn't enough demand to meet it. So, as a result of the customization, what were the benefits? I mean, like, uh, and, and who, how do you even, you know, have the idea of doing R and D to save costs? Because I think this is this is huge, right? Because it helps a lot of your business. Um, and prevent waste ultimately. So yeah. I want to hear your story on that part. So basically, I'm the one who leads the R and D. Oh wow! So, uh, <laughs> okay, so we we do the um, customization as per customers' requirement. We we also do garlic. Other than chili paste, we also do garlic paste, onion paste, ginger paste, and etc. Wow. Uh, yeah. Currently, we also involved in Korean chili paste manufacturing because at that point of time, when Korean the K-pop was so hot, right? So, uh, there was uh, no halal Korean chili paste. So we developed the Korean chili paste and make it halal. Right. And then, yeah. So we got to tap that kind of uh, segment. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So your your chilies are all halal approved. Uh... Um, basically, it's all halal. Yes, correct. Right, right, right. Makes sense because nowadays, you know, uh, Korean barbecue, Korean food, uh, is very because of, I think I believe Korean Korean drama plays a big role in the, all this trend, and I enjoy Korean food myself. Uh, in okay. fact, even recently, um, now there's this. I'm not sure in uh, Malaysia they have this, but Singapore they have this, uh, BTS McDonald. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit of a craze right now uh, in Singapore where people order McDonald's um, and the packaging is BTS. So uh, it's crazy. It's uh, all over the, the social media now. So oh, yeah. what I ask you, right, is that you, how do you survive um, if given this COVID situation? Because I know a lot of businesses in Malaysia is not doing well right now, right, because of the lockdown, because of COVID. Um, and a lot of people think that it's going to go away soon um, but we're seeing a lot of cases by the thousands in fact uh, in Malaysia right now so uh, what's your take on this? I mean uh, how do you how do you survive or how do you keep up with these changes? Okay 
So all the while we have been, uh, I can say, complacent or comfortable with the uh, our comfort zone, right? So <clears throat> in year 2020, when COVID came, we really feel the pinch. Mm. Yeah, uh, even the fast food chain also uh, feel the pinch because their orders like uh, suddenly it drops a lot. And then we also like, oh, why, why like this? Huh? So what are we going to do? Because for us, our employees are our assets. Mm. We need to survive. And I do not want my employees to go unemployed, uh, unemployed. And then this will affect them as they also have family to feed. So therefore, I need to think out of the box and diversify our business to be to see. So that's how we create a retail pack of this uh, chili sauce and sambal. Uh, the brand is called Manpo. Right, right, right. So you, so you actually has this been all the while that you thought of doing B two C, that this that pushed you towards doing it when COVID came, or it was uh, just when it happened and then you just on the spot thought of that. Okay. Uh, actually, we have um, we have already done some R and D already on the sambal and salted, but it's just that I find that. Going to B2C is not easy because you know you need to create the branding and then the retail pack, you know. So small bottle and then a lot of tedious work which is labor intensive. So as I say, we are in comfort zone ma, before that. <laughs> so B2B seems like okay, la, I go to B2B only enough. La. So after when when COVID came and hit us, then I think no. I have to diversify my business in order to survive, right? So um, we we think, and then we have brainstorming, and then we we think of it. Uh, okay, uh, why not we go to B two C since we already have tested the shelf life and the products of our sources. So it seems, uh, I mean, it is self, uh, shelf life stable. <clears throat> so yeah, I decided to launch it. Right, interesting. Good to know because I think. Very honestly, I think it's the the ones, the businesses that can adapt well is the one that survive, right? So I think that's really yes. cool. I think there's a lot to learn from you, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but I'm very curious, why why the name Manfolk uh, for a B2C product? Is there a story behind that? Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, actually, Manfolk story is the, um, the name Manfolk itself is from my, is my husband's name. Right. Yeah, his name is Tan Ban Ho. In Hokkien, it's Tan Ban Ho, but in Cantonese, it's called Man Ho. Okay. So, uh, he is the one who, uh, when he was young, he loved to watch his grandmother cooking. So, his grandmother is a, likes to cook those nyonya dishes. So, nyonya dish, dishes is basically spicy, sweet, sour, right? I so, love, I love, uh, I love this um, Nonya. This um, it's awesome, awesome. Yeah, quite rare to find yeah. them these days, actually. Uh, yeah. So therefore, uh, he 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 loves to cook. Then it like um the the DNA itself got also in his blood last. So he loves to cook. So when when we married, he used to cook for us. Uh, uh I mean during weekend, and then uh yeah. So that's how after that in year two thousand. 18th of January, uh, 
He was diagnosed with colon cancer. So, okay. so when he was diagnosed with colon cancer, it's already stage four. And we try, we try all out to save him, of course. And then um, we follow whatever the doctors has been recommending. But then death also awaits him. So in year 2020, the 1st of February, he passed on. Right, yeah. right. So sorry to hear, I didn't know about this. That's okay. So, as a remembrance, I put his thing. My wow. Thoughts. Wow. So, this product was launched shortly after he passed on. Yeah. Right, right. No wonder you mentioned just now that you are also you're a mother and as well a father to the family because I thought, you know, I didn't want to ask um, because it might be sensitive or personal, but... Uh, Thanks for sharing. I mean, wow, you, I just got caught off guard with the story because... At one point or so, when he, when he passed on, I almost like had depression and... But after that, looking at my children, I have no choice. And I have to continue his legacy. Right, 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 right. Wow. So where are you selling now this B2C product? Mm, currently, uh, I put it in Lafada. And okay. uh, yeah, so uh, other than that, uh, we would like to explore other markets as well. Uh, because uh, our product is made from the fresh ingredients and uh, we are trying our best to reduce the starch and whatever or gums because I myself also consume it. So of course I want the best product for my own self and my community and you know to all the people out there. So therefore I am very uh, conscious about what ingredients is inside. Right, yeah. right. How long how long is the shelf life just to understand it a little bit better? 18 months. 18 months, okay. Yes. So because of uh, it's fresh, it's uh, I'm assuming that there's no preservatives or at least um, um, try to okay. make it as healthy as possible. Uh, to be frank, uh, preservative is a must. Mm. Because uh, first thing first, uh, if example, if I want to sell it overseas, preservative is a must. And then right. if I sell it domestically, I mean, I just have uh, one universal formulation so that my employees will not have headache. Hey, which one? Uh, uh, this is for which uh, uh, this market and then they will have headache. Which should twist and turn. True, so true. I, I only have one formulation. Yeah. Right, right. Makes sense because I think the consistency is important, right? The taste, yeah. uh, you want to give the best and Wow, I, I did not know this at all because um, you did not talk to me about it uh, before this and I, I'm, I'm very sorry about it but I, in fact, you make me want to give it a try because, because it's something that is close to you because it's a legacy that you want to want people to remember for it and yeah. 
and you want your employees to continue working for you, right? So, yes, yeah, it's it's something that I think it's gonna be. I mean, the story is amazing because uh, it's it's something that you are you're so courageous to even share it, right? And now that we're doing live, I'm I'm so surprised to be honest. Uh, so you sh- you're doing it globally as well. Which countries do you ship um for or or can ship? Uh, um, currently, I have shipped uh, about quite a small quantity to mm. China and Ireland to oh, test wow. the market. Right. Because yeah, to test the market because if you don't test, then you'll never know, right? Correct. Uh, I yeah. So I'm still waiting for the reports from the counterparts. I see. I see. So they they are you are distributing out out there and then locally you're selling on Lazada. Yes, correct. Cool, cool, cool. Actually, I'm looking for those uh supermarket or hypermarket that uh is able to collaborate with me. Mm, for yeah. sure, for sure. I think that would be amazing because, uh, that's where everyone goes to, right? But now with the MCO, um, I think it makes perfect sense. Um, I'm not an expert in doing business, so but I think it definitely makes sense to be putting your product on Lazada and all the platforms. Uh, and, and, and get the word of mouth out. So I think this is amazing. Wow, okay. I want to ask you, right, is that um, in terms of going through, you, you've gone through a lot, right? I think in the short period of time, um, business got hit by COVID. Um, yeah. The things that happened to your family, um, so close to you especially, um, trying to keep everything all together. What's... What I really want to ask is, what did you learn that this whole period of time, like what is, you know, what is one thing or two things that you feel that you really take away um, out of this whole thing that happened in like not even one year, right, I believe? First thing first is you've got to have a courage to go all out and think out of the box. Because uh, if you are always um, complacent in your comfort zone, you will never, when something hits you, then you will like panic and then you, you go to nowhere. So that's, uh, I think, a lot of uh, young people, especially, they usually they, um, they give up halfway through when they couldn't get the results that they want. So, got to be persistent also. And, um, the most important thing is just langka. <laughs> That's how we yeah. get to know each other, right? First of all, that's just langka, right? But yeah. why do you say that? Why? I mean, more importantly, why do you say that? Like, uh, has that? How has that benefited you when you you know just langka? Okay, just langka means you don't think of what obstacles that you have in front of you. You just Go whatever that you think you want to do. And if you don't do it, if you keep on thinking too much, you will hold on to it, right? When you hold on to it, you get nothing. You don't see the results. Mm. So if you go all out and um, just do the best that you can do, one day you can surely get the results that you want. Right, right, right. Makes sense, makes sense. I mean, uh, even for myself, doing this LinkedIn live, uh, is also the idea of just do it. 
and, and make mistakes, right? So uh, we're also exploring. I think this is uh, your first time as well, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Very courageous of you. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'm. Oh, it's amazing because uh, a lot has grown. So the, the thing is that I, I want to know is that you know from now and ahead, what are your, what are your, what are your goals right now that um, we're all changing with the new norm. The new normal is that, you know everyone's going online. Um, what do you expect to see yourself uh, both, you know, personally. The, if you're willing to share um, as well as your business uh, within the comfort parameters of um, what you're willing to share and uh, you know where you see yourself in a couple of uh, years in, or even one or two years time my vision because uh, I can say that Malaysian make products are not being aware I mean there's no awareness in overseas so therefore I want to bring Malaysian products to overseas to the worldwide to let them know that Malaysian products is on par with any country. Yeah. So, uh, in fact, we should be very proud of our own Malaysian product and we should support it. For me, uh, I think, of course, independent is a must since I'm alone. But of course, we need to collaborate or we need to have. Um, a community that can support us to make our dreams come true too. Mm. Okay, yeah. So without them, we cannot work work alone. Mm, mm. Right, right. It makes sense. What what kind of collaboration? Right, since we're on this topic, like, uh, what kind of collaborations are you looking for so that um, you know, we'll never know what comes ahead, and uh, I also might you know keep a lookout perhaps for you as well. Do you have any idea um, the type of collaborations you wish to have for your business? Collaborations is like okay, uh, probably a distributor or a supermarket, a owner whatsoever or importer can approach me, and then they want they are interested in with our products, and we can sell it to them. Yeah. Got it's it. Got that it. Kind got of it. collaboration. Right, especially in the overseas market, right? Yes, because our products all are halal. Actually, Malaysia's halal is the best. Mm. Yeah, it because it consists of GMP principles and uh, this uh, HACCP principles. So, all has been taken care of. Sorry for the audience. What is the what is those that you just mentioned? GMP and the other one. Yeah. Okay. GMP is good manufacturing practice. Yes. You can look at my uh slide. Okay, and another one is HACCP means um hazard little control point. Which means, uh, in during, within, I mean, uh, in the process, we can detect what is the hazard point, and then how are we going to um, correct it, and then how do we measure it? Right. So it's like a, it's kind of like a compliance check that uh, uh, ah. monitoring is kind of a system. Ah, yes. Right. 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 Correct. In fact, if that's the case. Wouldn't Indonesia be a big market for you? Would there be an interest there? Because you know it's halal, and the next halal country I can think of is Indonesia, of course. <laughs> yeah, Indonesia is also another uh, good country to go in. But um, I've been approached. I mean, I've been trying to get into Indonesia, but uh, the in terms of the country regulation, uh, it's a bit hard because they you need to collaborate with somebody in the country. Then only your product can go in. 
Mm. Mm. I see, I see. So you're talking about distributor or an importer that would be willing to carry the product. Right. I'm just curious, right? Suddenly when I just thought of it, is there any other, I mean, pardon me for, for, for this question, but what other halal countries are you also targeting uh,
Okay. So, uh, and last, uh, there's a question from Melanie actually. Is there a specific country in the Middle East that you are targeting? Uh, country Dubai. Yes, Dubai, because uh, the people there is uh, more well versed of the halal products and uh, they are able to spend. Right, right, right. Okay, Dubai, we got you. Okay, so. Uh, we come to an end. Um, thank you so much for sharing the story about this, you know, B two C Manfuk chili product. Um, yeah, you you got you caught me totally off guard. I I I mean, like, I didn't know there's such a story behind. <laughs> I'm it. sorry. Yeah, I think it's uh, do you put it in in um, uh, you know, in the story or on your website about this, you know, or or. Or you don't. I put it in. I put it in LinkedIn, but not in the website. <laughs> right, right, right. Because it's yeah, it's a personal story, right? But thanks for sharing. Uh, okay, cool. We come to an end. Um, but last thing I want to ask is if you have anything to say to our audience uh, who may see our our LinkedIn live. Okay. Um. Thank you so much for uh tuning in, and I would like to say is that um. If you're looking for any chili paste, sambal, and sauces, please remember Manfo. Oh, yeah. Got you, got you. Please remember Manfo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man, with that, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in, and uh, we will just end the broadcast uh, for today's session. Sure. Thank you, Lenny. Okay, see you. Thanks, bye.